0: to Roadside.
1: The podcast where we talk about the fascinating and sometimes disturbing history behind roadside attractions and unique destinations.
0: We're your hosts. I'm Abigail.
1: And I'm Janica.
0: Hello. Hello. Welcome to Roadside. (laughs) I am Abigail.
1: And I'm Janica.
0: And we are trying this for a second time because the first time I realized two minutes in that I hadn't hit record. Yeah. So
1: Whatever. Yeah. At least it was only two That's minutes.
0: Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So, Anyways. Abigail.
1: Yes. How is your life?
0: <laughs> my life has been quite busy. Um, I've been picking up a lot of shifts at work, which is why this episode is not my episode as it should be. But yes. it is a Janica episode, a mom episode.
1: Yes, I'm taking it on this time.
0: Because I have not had a whole lot of time to myself. Yeah, I've just been working a and lot. And
1: studying takes a long time.
0: It does. It does. When, especially when I need to get all like the little juicy details that I know everybody loves. That <laughs> I know I love. <laughs> so it takes it takes a hot second. And this one that I'm doing is a big one. So. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll be prepared for that.
0: You better be. But I decided that tonight, since I've been working so much, it's going to be a little self-care night.
1: That's wonderful.
0: I'm going to do some meditation, do a little face mask, hang out with my cat. Nice. Who's actually sleeping right next to me. It's really cute right Aww.
1: now. I love her. <laughs> She's precious.
0: But how has your life been, Mom?
1: My life has been uneventful. I have been cool. working and mm, that's about it. <laughs>
0: yay me too well
1: actually last night we did go celebrate nathan's birthday
0: oh good what'd you guys do
1: we went bowling and then we went to get sushi
0: oh exciting yeah me and ryan actually made sushi last night too so. oh
1: nice i was telling them that you made that you've got that, blah, blah. i was telling the boys that you have been making your own sushi yeah and it's freaking delicious but Nathan's gonna be gone next week for spring break when his birthday yeah. actually is, so we celebrated last night. But it was it was fun. We had a good time.
0: Good. I'm glad.
1: Yeah.
0: I gotta figure out a present to get him.
1: Oh, uh, yes, yeah, same.
0: Probably Legos.
1: <laughs> that's he wants Legos or money basically, so he can buy a new car.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, I'll probably give him money then because <laughs>
1: that's important. Yeah. And then. Um, Tonight, I will be editing this episode because normally we record on Wednesday and I edit over the weekend to post on Monday, but we're a little behind, so it's going to be a record and post in the same day kind of thing, and I'm going to do a light edit, so hopefully hopefully, y'all don't care. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a light edit because it's already 5 They're o'clock. We're going to hear all the true me, the true us. Yes, yes even more even more true Janica and Abigail.
0: Yes. I started listening to a new audiobook on Audible. It is called What Lies Beyond the Veil.
1: Ooh, that sounds creepy. And
0: um it's like a fantasy romance type. Oh, okay. Book. And it's I saw a couple of videos about it on TikTok and it's supposed to get me out of my A Court of Thorns and Roses rut because I am for sure in a rut and I cannot find any books that compare and I keep starting these books and then being like, eh, it's not as good, so I'll just stop. You know? You ever do that?
1: Oh, yeah, I absolutely have.
0: Yeah. So I started listening to this and I'm like halfway through it and I'm loving it so far.
1: Well, good. I'm glad you found one that you yes. like that compares. And
0: it's a series, so I get to listen to more.
1: Oh, good. You were listening to a series by the same author, though. Did you not like that series?
0: It's so slow at the beginning.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: it, it, it's like nine. I think it's like seven to nine books long or something like that. Yeah. And I've even seen, like, I've heard people talk about how slow it is in the beginning and you have to wait till the middle of the series before it picks up. Oh, and I'm God, like, no. Oh,
1: Who has time for I that? Can't
0: wait that long. I know. Like, I know that I would love it, but, uh, you know, I don't want to be bored.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So, switching it up a little. That's the only series of hers that I haven't read, though, the Throne of Glass series. Okay. I read her other two and they were fantabulous. Good. Yes. But now I'm starting this new one. So we'll see how it goes.
1: Nice. And what's the... And I
0: think... I'm sorry. Who's the author again? It is Harper L. Woods. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and I think actually the newest book in this series is coming out soon, like this month or next month. That's exciting to me. Yeah, good.
1: You have something to look forward to. Yeah.
0: So if you want to go listen to it, it's it's on Audible.
1: And then if you don't already have Audible, you can get a 30-day free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash roadside. And you'll get a ton of thousands of titles that you can... A heck ton. A heck ton. Okay. Yeah. Of audiobooks, podcasts, all kinds of stuff. So there you go. Go do it. I have a little bit of exciting roadside news Do you? Is this news that I know? Yeah, you know. Okay. (laughs) We have a new patron! Hell yeah! Jennifer Swallow, which it's like French, S-O-U-I-L-E-U, so very elegant. Hi, Jennifer! She is our newest patron, so thank you, Jennifer. She also says that she loves the show, and she loved the Bishop's Castle one, of course.
0: Uh, I mean, that's a good one. not going to lie. That's a good one. That's what started it all. That is what started it all. Awesome. We love you, Jennifer.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for listening, being a patron and supporting us. Yes. I appreciate it so much. If all of our other listeners would like to help support our Patreon and become a Patreon patron, (laughs) (laughs) you can go to our website, roadsidepodcast.com, and there is a beautiful little button to be a patron right there. We have five levels. All levels get bonus episodes, which to our current patrons, I promise I'm getting them up. I promise, promise, promise we have them. They're coming. Bonus
0: episodes. I love our bonus episodes.
1: Yes. They're fun. They're so
0: like laid back and chill.
1: They are. They're fun. They're just like mini bonus episodes and I promise they will be posted soon. I just got to find the time to sit down and do it. Um, But I'm going to do it. i'm committing i believe in you so hardcore oh thank you i always believe in you i believe in you too thanks (laughs) (laughs) blushing and then i have some other love for roadside that i have to share okay so these are from some reviews we've gotten we've gotten some good ratings we've gotten some good reviews if you would like to rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast we would love that too
0: we would absolutely love that
1: and maybe we will read yours you never know. You never know. Or send us an email.
0: We'll read your email, maybe. I would love to get some emails. I think that'd be really fun.
1: Roadsidepod at
0: gmail.com. Yeah.
1: So here's what some people have said. Great Alcatraz episode. Thanks. So good job, Abigail. Thanks. What a great podcast. I listen to this podcast all the time. Great history podcast. I recommend it to everyone.
0: Aww. Oh, I love it.
1: Whoever that is, is my new favorite. <laughs> I always look forward to each episode. Thank you. Thanks. Awesome show. I really enjoyed their discussion. It's a really great history podcast, which the amount of times that people said great history podcast just cracked me up because my 17-year-old self sitting in the most monotone, Mm boring-ass history class thinking I hated history. Yep, me too. Would be laughing at the fact that I'm doing this.
0: Yeah. Same.
1: But I, I did not history. like history at all. Oh, God, I yeah. hated history.
0: Well, and just the way that I mean, a lot of
1: history is presented is just like.
0: Yeah, that's what I was wah, just about wah. to say. <laughs> like history class in like high school and college. It's like boring. Yeah. It's all political. And like, I don't want to deal with that. But I have found like, you know, if I listen to
1: a uh, history podcast, like some history podcasts, or I've watched like the history channel, it's the way it's presented. Yeah, for sure. I can be much more excited about history in the way that it's presented rather than just so monotonous like factual reading it from yeah. a book basically is just like snooze fest. And I would just I know. pass notes back and forth in class because we didn't have cell phones. But if
0: you're listening to a, a super fun mother daughter duo
1: That's right. Uh, it's totally different. Then it's exciting. <laughs> Who curse? Who curse? <laughs> Fuck bitch. The last one that I was going to read is from our new patron, Jennifer, and she says, Great job, ladies. I'm hooked.
0: Aw, thanks, Jennifer. Yeah. You can't see, but I'm holding up a heart for you.
1: Thank you. So that is all of my exciting roadside news. Very exciting. And we've we've been doing more fun stuff on our TikTok, so go follow us on Hell TikTok. Yeah. We have over 100 followers now. Hell very yeah, we excited. do. I'm very
0: proud of us. And I think that's it. All right. You want to get into it?
1: Yes, I do. Let's do this. I'm so excited. Okay. So just in time for spring break, even though it's not warm. Lame. It's like 38 degrees right now. I
0: know. It's stupid.
1: And summer coming up, I decided that I wanted to do one that I have been fascinated with for a long time because I saw a documentary on this maybe like 10 years ago, and it's just kind of stuck with me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I have been there. Abigail you have been there. So if any of our listeners, probably a lot of you have been there if you are from Missouri, because this is in Missouri. And today we are talking about the history behind the Lake of the Ozark. (gasps) Exciting. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Maybe our listeners will want to visit there. Or after this, maybe they won't. I don't know. Maybe
0: they will stay far away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because in researching, there were times I'm like, I don't ever want to go there again. (laughs)
0: <laughs> the Ozarks can be like a creepy place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh, remember in uh, a couple episodes ago, during the Crescent Hotel, we were talking about the Ozarks and how people used to believe that the water of the Lake of the Ozarks had like healing properties. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Which is it's really weird. coming
1: right back around.
0: Yeah. I don't believe that it has healing properties. Not gonna I lie. don't either. I feel like it could make you sick.
1: Possibly. <laughs> in all of my research i never came across that though so that's kind of funny
0: oh interesting
1: so the lake of the ozarks is a man-made lake or a water Mm -hmm. reservoir it is located on the north end of the ozark mountains almost in the center of missouri yes it's about three hours west of st louis and two and a half hours southeast of kansas city so in 1912 Ralph Street, who was an attorney in Kansas City, came up with this idea to build a hydroelectric power plant in order to create more power. Okay. Now, the funny thing is, to me, anyway, maybe not everybody, he lived in Kansas City. This power plant would be in the middle of Missouri, but the power would be Mm -hmm. going to St. Louis. Oh, I don't Funky. Yeah. So,
0: anyway. Maybe he was like, you know what? Kansas City has
1: enough power. Maybe. Maybe they had their own. I don't know. Maybe they did have their own hydroelectric power plant somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. Um, So, his plan was to build Bagnell Dam, which would house the uh, power plant,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and to dam up the Osage River, which would flood the lower-lying grounds and create this man-made lake in the process. Mm-hmm. In 1924, so about 12 years later, after he came up with this plan, he enlisted Walter Cravens, who was the president of the Kansas City Joint Stock Land Bank. And Walter Cravens would be the one to fund the project because Ralph Street did not have the money for it. Okay. In late 1928, early 1929, the town of Old Lynn Creek, with an estimated population of 400 people... Were informed of this project and were told that their town would be flooded oh. when this dam was completed. So there's a lot of stories. So there's a,
0: so there's a whole town underneath the lake. We'll get there. <laughs> I'm fascinated and disturbed.
1: Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So there is like a lot of theories that there's twelve different towns underneath this lake. There's not. There was a lot of towns in this in the area where the lake is
0: mm-hmm.
1: but a lot of those towns were no longer towns necessarily like it was maybe there was a town name mm-hmm. but nobody was living there there's no buildings there you know it was basically okay. farmland or just forest or whatever right so old lynn creek is really the only actual town there were 400 people living there there was 100 buildings they had a courthouse they had three churches they i mean It was a town, Mm -hmm. but it was located 17 miles south of Bagnell Dam. And the people in Old Lynn Creek, a lot of the residents there were like, okay, sure, you're going to build a dam and the water's going to come all the way down here and flood our town, whatever. They did not Mm -hmm. believe this was actually going to happen.
0: They thought like, what did they think? It was like a hoax or that it just wouldn't reach them.
1: They didn't think it would reach them. Like, they believed a dam was being built. They're just like, there's no way that you're going to dam up a river, and it's going to flood our entire town 17 miles away.
0: I don't know about that. The Ozarks (laughs) are pretty big. Or the the lake is pretty big. Yes. But I guess they didn't know that back then.
1: Correct. Yes. And being, I'm assuming anyway, and maybe I shouldn't be, but I'm assuming, in the late 1920s that... The science of how this would work was not well known by everybody.
0: Right. I'm sure there's a lot of people, especially back in that time, who weren't really educated about this kind of stuff. I mean, it's not really common knowledge to know how to build a lake, you know? Right. Even now, it's not common knowledge to know how to build a
1: lake. (laughs) Right. I don't know how to do it. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly, but I do know if you dam up a river, the water's got to go somewhere. Right. But, you know, I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily believe... I live 17 miles away from where they're going to dam it! Is it really going to flood my entire town? Right. So who knows? So Walter Craven started by offering homeowners to buy their house. At, you know, told them this is what's happening. We need to buy your land because we have they have to buy the land that they're going to cover. Mm-hmm. Right. And a few people took the offer. They're like, sure, why not? you know, whatever. I'm I'm putting these thoughts in my own head. These are not these actual conversations <laughs> these people had. Right. They're like, right. Yeah, we're sure, we're moving anyway, it's fine. I don't know. But most people did not believe it. And they're just like, No, right. I'm not selling you my house. Like this isn't really happening, so leave me alone. Yeah. In August of nineteen twenty nine, a town nearby called Bagnell, which is what the dam is named after, Bagnell Dam. Mm-hmm. Started a construction camp for the construction workers to live nearby or, you know, if they didn't live nearby. Because this was pretty sparse area. Like, this was not a, a dense populated area. So they made this camp with like, these these little, like, cabins and tents and stuff like that for the construction workers right. and their families to live in. August 8th of 1929, construction started. There were also a lot of the men working on this dam who were from old lynn creek so they were okay. literally building the thing that would destroy their town mm-hmm. and still not believing it was going to happen yeah they just saw it as a job you know
0: right they were making their they were making their money right they were like nah it's not going to reach us it's not going to affect us yeah and then a little over two months
1: later was the stock market crash and the great depression started <gasps> oh shit i didn't even think about that yeah So Cravens took advantage of the Great Depression and started offering the residents an option to buy instead of just outright buying their house and said, I'll pay you $50 for the option to buy your house within the next three years. Okay. And today that would be $875. Okay. So essentially the people were like, you want to give me eight hundred and seventy-five dollars for this piece of paper that says you might buy my house in three years because you th- you're building a dam that you think is going to flood my town? And they're like, "You're an idiot." Yes, give me the eight. Give me,
0: <laughs> give me the fifty. Yeah, bucks. give it to me.
1: Fine, leave, move along.
0: Right. You gotta take what you can get.
1: Exactly. And this was the Great Depression. They're like, "Yeah, I need that fifty bucks." So mm-hmm. yes, we'll take it. They thought they were they. They thought that was great. Right. In 1930, so very early 1930, the construction camp in Bagnell started to become very overloaded with people looking for a job. Because a lot of people lost their jobs during the Great Depression. Right. So at the time, Bagnell Dam was the largest construction project in the U.S., and they already had funding for it, so they weren't impacted by the Great Depression.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's good.
1: Yeah. Men came from all over the U.S. to try to get a job, brought their families with them, lived in these tents and these little cabins in this construction camp just to try to get a job. And the construction um, of the dam, they had 20,500 men working on this. Wow. But hundreds were still turned away because they didn't have the jobs for them. Right. Right. The ones who did work on the project worked in shifts from 9 to 12 hours per day around the clock. So there was always somebody wow. working on this. Yeah. yeah. The average pay was $0. $0.35 to a dollar per hour, which today would be $6.12 up to $17.50 per hour.
0: Okay. So
1: not great. Yeah. But they needed the money and they would take the 35 cents an hour. Right.
0: They were willing to do what they had to do. Exactly,
1: to support their families. At this point, you know, it's
0: it's the Great Depression. You got to got to try to make ends meet however you can.
1: Absolutely. Yes. It basically took about 18 months to build it. So during this 18 months, one of those tents in the construction camp caught fire because A man had covered it in oil to prevent rain from leaking in. He and his wife were badly burned. Mm -hmm. And their two children ended up dying in the fire. Oh, I know. That's awful. I know. And the guilt that you would feel for that. Ugh.
0: Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. No. That's awful.
1: During this project, uh, Walter Cravens was arrested for illegally loaning money. From the bank in order to get the land. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So the project was put on hold for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Ralph Street finally enlisted Union Electric. And the president of Union Electric, Louis Egan, was arrested <laughs> for using the funds to bribe politicians. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So we're, we're doing great here with the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like we've got really good intentions, guys. Yeah. Um, I think Ralph Street had good intentions. He just didn't have um the best business partners. Right.
0: He just didn't know how to do it right.
1: But uh, U- Union Electric continued on with the project even without Louis Egan there. Okay. So Union Electric pretty much just immediately exercised the right to buy the land because those contracts were still valid. That Cravens, Mm -hmm. even though Cravens had illegal money for it, which was my question, is how are the contracts still valid? But yeah, they may not have been. I don't know. It could have been a... I don't know. I felt like that was a little bit fishy. Like,
0: mm, Yeah, that is kind of fishy.
1: Yeah. Like, I kind of
0: felt like that could have been a... Oh, yeah, sure. This option. Another illegal move. Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But that was...
0: It sounds like it to me.
1: That was a little fishy to me. Yeah. So the residents were devastated yeah they had to leave behind their homes their businesses friends possibly families
0: mm-hmm. and move away yeah i can't imagine being just completely uprooted like that exactly and i mean they were they
1: were paid for their house so they weren't just right. forced to leave i mean they were forced to leave but they were paid for their land right i couldn't find anything about if they were fairly paid or not that i'm not sure right
0: i was wondering about that actually yeah,
1: i don't know but again this is the great depression so they had money in their pocket at least yeah but they were being they were
0: going to take what they could get they were being forced
1: from their homes and the life that they yeah. knew yeah right they were bitter they were not happy about this but they i would be too they did move right on march 16th of 1931 Fire destroyed most of the town of Bagnall, where the camp was, and killed two men and destroyed 19 buildings. Oh, jeez. Big flipping fire.
0: Yeah. And this was, you said, the, the camp where the workers would stay. Yeah, it was
1: in the town of Bagnall, where the camp was. So I don't know okay. exactly if it was within the camp, but, and I was surprised that it was only two people because it was 19 buildings, but I mean, I'm glad it wasn't yeah. more people.
0: I'm glad that it wasn't. They could have time to get out.
1: Yeah. In April of 1931, the dam was completed. Nice. And on May 20th, it reached the spillway elevation and the lake started forming. All right. Yep. Let's do this. Yeah. So now, like, the lake's forming. So now I'm going to go into a couple other history topic things. (laughs) While it was being built, it was referred to by, I don't know, the locals, the construction workers, whoever, as Lake Osage or the Osage Reservoir because they were damming up the Osage River. Mm -hmm. It was actually officially named as Lake Benton after Senator Thomas Benton. But eventually, everybody just kept referring referring to it as the Lake of the Ozarks because it sat at the north end of the Ozark region, and so mm-hmm. that's what it became, <laughs> it was the Lake of the Ozarks. All right. Lake of the Ozarks. Bagnell Dam is still kind technically, I guess, owned by Union Electric because it is now Ameren. Oh, okay. It's no longer Union Electric, so Ameren owns right. it and operates it. Bagnell Dam is 2,543 feet long. Yikes. It's 148 feet tall. It has twelve floodgates and eight generators. Okay. And in 1929 to 31, it cost 30 million dollars to build. Wow. Yeah.
0: Like 30 million ours or theirs? Theirs. Oh shit.
1: Today that's 525 million dollars.
0: Oh, if only, man.
1: And it has gone under a lot of is the word Ren- uh, renovation, but yeah, like upkeep, like keeping it up renovations that's not the word okay. i was looking for but whatever you know what i mean
0: i know what you mean i mean it's a, it's an old dam so i would assume it would go under right
1: they got to keep it up, to, up keep it up, up you know. to code yeah. all that jazz correct the lake of the ozarks asten- blah, blah, blah. the lake of the ozarks <laughs> extends across four missouri counties it ranks number 62 in size among all man-made and natural lakes in the us okay and number 28 among man-made only lakes. Okay. At one point, it was pretty high up there, but more have been made over the years. Right. It has 54,000 surface acres. Wow. Yeah. The main lake is 130 feet deep at the deepest area, deepest part of it,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it's 93 miles long with 1,150 miles of shoreline which is about 300 miles more shoreline than the state of California. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Some say from the air, it looks like a serpentine dragon. Oh, cool. It's basically, I'm going to try to explain this as best I can for somebody who has never seen an aerial shot of the Lake of the Ozarks. If you basically take a couple S's and kind of awkwardly put them together and then throw a bunch of arms and fingers off of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what it looks like okay cool i'm picturing it in my head (laughs) okay um in the 1930s the lake was pretty much unused like it was built as a you know a power plant essentially right just had some camping areas there wasn't a whole lot around there camping hunting maybe fishing
0: right but mostly it was just for power
1: correct in 1940 Fort Leonard Wood was built and that's a an is it an army base
0: you could just say military base <laughs> you're, Same thing. you're
1: right I no one'll know <laughs> Leonard Wood I should know this but I'm pretty sure it's Arna. I don't know it so I gotta know now though Army. I am right. It is army. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to leave that in there because I was right. Okay. You're so smart. Thanks. Get back to my notes. Okay. Uh, Fort Leonard Wood is about an hour south of the Lake of the Ozarks. So with that being built, that was kind of the start of people going to the lake more.
0: Right. As like an outing. Yeah.
1: Because it was so close. the, The families could go up there the guys could go up there you know like so it the um what's the word anyway what are you trying to say i'm losing my words today <laughs> anyway okay the Anyways. military personnel we'll use that term because <laughs> i can't think of okay what i'm trying to say uh they could go up to the lake you know get away go fishing go like do whatever so, mm-hmm. cabins started being built and then it would be like a bar would be there and then a grocery store or whatever. Like slowly people would start building restaurants. Correct. Slowly things Just started like slowly to be yeah, it up. started to be more development started happening. And in the 1950s it became the most visited lake in the Midwest for boaters. Oh, nice. By the 1960s it was so popular That Missouri used it as a test lake for the Missouri State Water Patrol. Okay. Which started with two patrolmen and one boat. All right. Yes. All right. So that is a little bit of the history. And now we're going to talk about the legends at the lake. I'm ready.
0: This is what I live for. Mm -hmm.
2: If you're interested in topics such as cryptids, airline crashes, aliens, true crime, technology, conspiracy theories, disasters, paranormal activity, religion, science, and pop culture, then That Sorta Weird might be a podcast you'll want to add to your library. The new That Sorta Weird podcast explores all these topics and more while trying to be informative, critical, and humorous. Your hosts, Mike and Iris, have worked together in the podcasting space for over a decade now and have a unique chemistry, one that just might draw you in and make you laugh. New episodes of That Sort of Weird drop every two weeks and can be found on Apple Podcasts and all other podcast delivery systems. If you're old school and listen from your desktop PC, just head over to thatsortaweird.com to listen to new and archived episodes. So fire up your favorite pod app and search for That Sort of Weird to subscribe and listen today.
1: We're going to figure out, are these legends true or not?
0: Okay. I'm so ready.
1: (laughs) Number one, there is a ghost town underneath the water. I believe it. Obviously there is because it did flood Old Lynn Creek. And I will tell you, as researching this, I did not know. Well, I did know about Old Lynn Creek, but I did not know that there were so many underwater ghost towns. Yeah. And now I want to do more. Okay, bet. Because I am fascinated.
0: I already have an idea.
1: You do? I
0: do. Okay. I'm not telling you. It's a surprise.
1: Okay. <laughs> Divers did go down to check for the buildings, and there are no intact buildings anymore, whether there was or not. I don't know. There's There's debate whether there was or not. Some say everything was destroyed, burnt down, or just knocked over or whatever but they did find i mean
0: water water erosion exactly, is gonna get it exactly. over time yeah. you know i mean
1: they said they found like some remnants of walls and construction materials and stuff like that but no like full buildings are under there right
0: you know i've always had this really weird fear of things underwater that are not supposed to be underwater if that makes sense
1: that does make sense like it
0: just gives me the creepiest chills Remember our our old house had that creek behind it with a little bridge that I used to walk to?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, which house? I had to think about that for a second. Yeah, I remember that.
0: Well, the, the, the creek was full once and I was sitting on the bridge and I looked down and there was a basketball hoop in the water and I got so freaked out. Oh, really? And I don't know why, but it was like covered in like algae and it was all like gross and old looking. I cannot look at pictures or videos of shipwrecks or I will lose my shit. Ah, oh. it is so
1: terrifying. I know you've told me about the shipwreck, so I'm just gonna have to do a shipwreck just to freak you out.
0: <sighs> as long as I don't see it, I can hear about it. That's you're in fine. charge
1: of the social media, though, so you're gonna have to look up <gasps> pictures and post
0: <laughs> I hate you. You're the worst. You're in charge of that social media.
1: Okay, okay.
0: You can do that one. It's just so creepy. It just gives me the chills. I'm like. Oh, there were people on that boat, you know? True,
1: true. It's so Speaking bad. Speaking of our social media, we have now decided we're going to start posting a can you guess what our next episode is about, which I did yes. with this one. So just be look, be on the lookout for that on our TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, okay?
0: And we want to hear your guesses. Please leave them in the comments.
1: We want to hear them. It might give us ideas for other places, too. It could, yeah. Mm, just thought of that. Okay, the next Urban myth or legend or whatever you want to call it. Church bells ringing. Oh, okay. So some people have said that they can hear the bell ringing from underneath the water. Ugh, okay. And others say that they can see the steeple from the tallest church when the water levels are down. I don't believe that. Yeah, the church isn't there anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, we literally just said there's no buildings down there.
1: Right. (laughs) In fact, the pews, flooring, stained glass, and the bell were all removed in order to be used in the new church that was built.
0: Oh, that's actually really cool.
1: Yes, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. The rest of the building was either burned down if it was wood or knocked down if it was stone. Okay. There are some people that say, yes, you can hear the church bell ringing because it was moved. So we still ring it and then people just think that it's under the water. (laughs) Right. Or there's like a little bitty lighthouse there somewhere. I've never seen it, but. Oh, really? Yeah. Some people say that that's what people think is the top of the church because they're so far away and they're like, oh, that's the top of
0: the church. Yeah. Right.
1: All right. The next one, bodies floating up to the surface.
0: Ooh, I don't doubt that.
1: There have never been bodies floating up to the surface. However.
0: Like, never, ever?
1: Not that I found. Now, who knows, in the 30s, when people weren't around there, I have no idea.
0: Right. I'm, I'm thinking of, like, not, like, from, like, the ghost town.
1: Oh, no, 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 this is- But,
0: like, bodies of, like, like if someone, like, killed someone and threw them in the lake, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. We'll get there.
0: Oh, okay. This is- f- I shouldn't sound happy about that. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to be respectful. Yes. Um I just love ghost stories. Okay.
1: Yeah, she just wants she wants the ghost part part of it.
0: Yes. But I don't want anybody to be dead.
1: No. Okay.
0: But unfortunately, I can't have both.
1: Yes. That is that is true. Anyways, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. Okay, so this is referring to burial plots. Okay. Known burial sites were relocated. However, not all burial plots were marked. Right. Like some may have only been marked with a rock and like only the right. families knew about it because in the late 1800s and the early 1900s, in this rural town, they weren't necessarily always placing their loved ones in a cemetery. Like a lot of times mm-hmm. they wanted them on their own land because that's people wanted to be buried on their own land. Right.
0: I understand yeah. that. If that's where you've lived your whole life and grew up on that land and. Yeah. That's where you want to be laid to rest. Yes,
1: exactly. 2,800 sites were relocated, but only 1,121 of them were identified. Okay. Because again, not everything was clearly marked. Right. So when they were relocated, if they had a tombstone that was relocated with them, or if they had some other kind of grave marker, like it was a rock with like their initials like engraved on it or something like that, that was moved with them as well. There are are still ongoing projects to try and identify all of them, but it is very possible that there could still be people below the lake.
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah, I believe
1: that. However, I did read one article where they said back then there was not embalming necessarily either, Mm -hmm. and they would be placed in a wooden box, and all of those remains were probably dirt anyway.
0: Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Like, if they've been in the ground so long, they're going to be so decomposed right? that there's not really going to be much of a body to float to the surface.
1: Correct. The relocation took place at night out of respect for the family members, so they didn't have to witness it. Yeah. Okay. And the men that were assigned to dig up these sites during this, it was like a two-year process to do it, they had to be quarantined the whole entire time. Oh. Because... There was fear that they would contract smallpox or cholera from the bodies of people that died from that. Right. And there was one thing that I read where it said this, like her mom or whatever, or her grandma, whoever it was, had a child pretty much every year for like eight years in a row. But there's a two year gap. And it was while her husband was relocating the burial sites.
0: Okay, a child every year.
1: Right? Yeah. No, thank you.
0: Pass <laughs> for hard, eight years. Hard
1: pass. Oh, it's like God. six or seven kids in there. Like, no, thanks.
0: I don't even. I don't even want that many kids. <laughs> Why would I want to be pregnant that long? No, exactly. No, thank you. That's being that's being pregnant for years and years. Mm,
1: mm, mm, uh, yeah. No, thank you. Ew. I mean, a lot of people did that back then, but yeah, not me. Same. Next one: giant man-eating catfish. I mean. Obviously. <laughs> so this one is for sure real. This one's kind of true. What? They don't eat men. Okay. But I assumed I assumed they didn't eat men. There are some pretty big catfish.
0: Uh, yeah, I definitely believe that.
1: The largest catfish ever caught at the Lake of the Ozarks was 60 pounds. Okay. And the largest catfish ever caught in Missouri was 57 inches long and 130 pounds holy shit and that was in that in
0: like the mississippi
1: that was in the missouri river
0: oh wow that's a whole damn person that is an entire person that's insane how much did you say it weighed 130 pounds holy and almost five feet tall dude same
1: (laughs) (laughs) you were you're taller than this fish was okay this fish was 57 inches
0: okay that makes me really happy.
1: Yeah, for those that don't know, Abigail's not quite five foot yet. Shh. <laughs> Do I need to cut that out? No, I don't care. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm actually 4'11 and uh, three quarters. Yes. But that last quarter, I don't think is going to cut I
1: don't, not at this age, honey. I'm sorry. I think you're done yeah. growing.
0: Thanks, Mom, for passing along the short jeans. Well, hey, I'm 5'2.
1: Like, I tried. You tried. Okay. I believe in you. All right, next one, piranhas. Yes, fishermen have actually caught piranhas. <gasps>
0: Gasp.
1: Yeah. Next one, jellyfish.
0: Piranha. Sorry. (laughs) What? I said piranha, like the girl from
1: Nemo. Oh, I don't recall that.
0: (laughs) With the braces. Okay, I don't remember her saying it, but okay. (laughs) Yep, it happened. Trust me. I trust you. Jellyfish?
1: Jellyfish? All right. What do you think on that one? Are there jellyfish in the Lake of the Ozarks? I'm
0: leaning more towards
1: no. There are jellyfish in the Lake of the Ozarks. Oh. I okay. was shocked by this one. Yeah. I did not know there was such a thing as freshwater jellyfish. I didn't either. And they are actually in 44 states in the United States.
0: Really? Yeah. That's craziness. I and didn't know that. They
1: are no threat to people. They don't sting like the ones in oh, really? the ocean.
0: Yeah. I saw pictures. They're so cute. I've never heard of a freshwater jellyfish. I'm looking it up right it's now. It's like a blob of jelly. <laughs> freshwater jellyfish. Let me see. Oh my gosh. <laughs> look at that tiny baby. are they cute? That's, oh my gosh. Look at the little baby in the cup.
1: Now I want to find one.
0: Okay, let's go jellyfish hunting.
1: Yeah, there was people that- Oh my gosh, we're going to
0: be just like, we're going to be just like uh, SpongeBob and Patrick.
1: Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay, totally. Let's do it. Okay, deal. Okay. Next one, alligators. No. This one's a maybe. Oh, okay. There have been sightings of alligators since the 90s. Okay. But it is suspected that these were former pets.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And
1: people released them into the lake. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you for doing that?
0: Hey, guys, don't do that. Don't do
1: that. Find a zoo. Yeah. Or something. Don't- Or like some
0: organization that has the facilities. Correct. Don't just put it in the wild. No. Do you want to be known as the person who let an alligator loose? I don't think so. (sighs) So stupid. Okay. Remember when uh, dad's friend had an alligator?
1: I do remember that,
0: yes. (laughs) I remember that.
1: In their bathtub.
0: I don't remember the bathtub. I remember it being in its like, in its little terrarium.
1: When he first got the alligator- They had it in a bathtub.
0: That's a little crazy.
1: It was pretty little. But yeah, as it grew.
0: Yeah. I remember it being little. So my dad had a friend who owned like a motorcycle garage, I think it was. Yeah. And I went in with him one day and there was an alligator, a little tiny alligator in its terrarium in the garage. And I was so fascinated. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. But then I remember dad telling me when it got older that I think they gave it to
1: a zoo. Yeah, and um, they used to keep it at their house because they had it in the bathtub. But yeah. Right. Last of these myths, sharks. Ooh, I'm going to say yes. This is another maybe. So some people have claimed that they have seen sharks. And one man claims that he caught a bull shark but threw it back in.
0: Mm -hmm. Pixar didn't happen.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's right.
0: Yeah. People just like to lie about that shit. Especially when it, okay, I don't want to piss anyone off.
1: You don't want to piss me off?
0: No, not you. I'm thinking about listeners. Okay. I'm just saying sometimes men who fish <laughs> have the most imaginative stories. True. okay? <laughs> First of all, they want to know they want to think that they got caught the biggest fish in the whole world and put it on their tinder. and they also want to just like tell all these ridiculous fishermen stories. That I for sure bet aren't true. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, fishermen out there. I love you, kind of. Stop putting fish pictures on your dating profiles. Okay, continue. (laughs) Okay.
1: Oh, all right. Now we're going to go into a little bit of a fun thing. Okay. So in 2017, the very popular show Ozark came out. It is set. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. And we're probably going to get some hate for that.
0: <laughs> I know. Sorry, guys. People are going to say,
1: you should totally watch Ozark because people tell me that all the time.
0: I've heard that too. I, don't, I genuinely don't even know what it's about, to be honest.
1: It's essentially about people that live in the Ozarks.
0: Oh.
1: It is set in the Ozarks.
0: Okay. It is
1: not, however, filmed in the Ozarks.
0: Yeah. I assumed it wasn't.
1: So this is what I thought was pretty cool. Like I said, I've never seen the show, but the Waterfront Resort on the show is inspired by an actual resort at the Lake of the Ozarks called the Alhanna Resort and Marina. Oh, cool. Yeah. And the show's creator and writer, Bill Dubuque, worked there as a dockhand in the 80s. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. So he has actual experience.
0: Imagine being the owner of that place and, like, you're just the inspiration for this. Yeah. That's got to be so cool. It is pretty cool. I wonder if they've ever had, like, the actors and crew go there. I, I don't know. Meet the employees and such. I think that'd be cool. Like,
1: I know there was, like, the set designers were there because okay. they right. based this resort off of we that need one. the
0: inspiration. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But the show is mainly filmed near Atlanta with Lake Alatoona and Lake Lanier. As the set locations. Okay. And then a lot of the strip club that's in it and some basement house, something or other. I don't remember what it was because <laughs> I don't watch the show. Sorry. Those <laughs> locations are filmed in a studio. So Okay. So that's a little bit of a fun one. Yeah, that's fun. Like I said, I've never seen it, but I have heard a lot of people say the people in the Ozarks are not really like that. So <laughs> I don't know what the show does. but.
0: I'll have to watch it because I want to know. Because I've been to the Ozarks quite a few times. We both have. Yes.
1: I have debated on, or I did debate on watching an episode or two before recording this, but I just didn't have the time to do it. So. Yeah, that's okay. It happens. Now for some not so good stuff besides the old, besides old Lynn Creek being drowned, basically drowned, being flooded.
0: Right. Basically being drowned.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, approximately seven people drown in the lake every year. Oh, sad. Yeah. Many due to boating accidents, jumping off of docks and little cliffs and stuff like that. And being intoxicated. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big party spot. It is a very big party spot. In 2020, during the height of the pandemic, the Lake of the Ozarks gained national attention... For their large crowds at the lake and in bars on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, guys. <laughs> um, why? So at the time, the place that I was working, we actually had sent out an email. Like, if you are at the Lake of the Ozarks, you are required to quarantine. Because we did have people at the lake. Mm-hmm. Which, it wasn't really that big of a deal because we had most of our employees were still remote at that point. Because... It had only been like two months of being remote. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was kind of funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, guys, don't do that.
1: Yeah. In 2021, it was announced that Osage Casino would be built and the demolition of a quality inn was completed. But as of yet, there has been no construction started on the casino. But it is planned to be a $60 million hotel complex Damn. with a casino, restaurants, and an entertainment center.
0: Fancy schmancy, schmancy.
1: Yeah, that'll bring in some people. Oh, for sure. Now, this is just a whole fucking mess. So I'm just going to tell you, I'm not going into this whole shit show that I'm about to talk about. But it is linked in the show notes. Just please go read this because this could probably be its own show. okay and i remember when this happened so this was not that long ago in 2021 lee ann bauman a well-known realtor in the area who i believe self-dubbed herself on social media from what i read as a pistol packing cheer mom was charged for allegedly trying to hire someone to kill her ex-mother-in-law oh my god i remember
0: this yeah i remember it because grandma
1: was talking about it was she i think so Allegedly, she asked a friend if she could find someone to hire to kill her ex mother in law and was supposedly going to pay her friend $1,500 to find somebody. That's it. Yeah. But I guess she wasn't really killing her. Right. Luckily, this was all found out and nobody died.
0: Good, good, good.
1: I guess it was a very contentious divorce and the kids, their kids, like really liked the ex mother in law. The mom was kind of emotionally abusive, and mm. the kids wanted to be with grandma more than mom. And
0: kids can always tell, man. Yeah,
1: Leanne, like the sh- like I'm telling you, just the shit show that this this thing is with the accusations flying back and forth. It- mm-hmm. Oh my god! Anyway,
0: I remember how big this was. This was crazy. Yeah.
1: So she allegedly told her friend. I know it's wrong as a Christian, but I'll seek forgiveness when it's done. Girl. Which makes me want to vomit.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like she was probably going to hell before that. (laughs) But this just really solidified her fate. Sorry, girl. Have fun with the devil.
1: Yeah, well, uh, she was released on a $400,000 bond and put on some kind of restriction. I'm not even sure I couldn't find exactly what that was because, again, this is... So many articles such a such a big deal right um in twenty twenty two she was found in Columbia, Missouri, with levels of both alcohol and t h c in her system, which was a violation pronk yeah, this was a violation of her bond conditions, and so she was admitted mm-hmm. to rehab and apparently this was her third violation of her bond restrictions oh. yeah. But in January of 2023, she was dismissed of all charges. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure because uh. from what I understand, there was actual recordings of this conversation. But then apparently somebody was saying like supporters of her were saying like, oh, it was just two drunk friends gossiping and she would she didn't really mean it. <laughs> and then one friend was trying um. to blackmail her and. I don't like I said it's just a fucking shit show so go go read the article
0: (laughs) I love I always love a good gossip session (laughs) that is one of my favorite things about life agreed but I can't say during any gossip sessions I have plotted murder
1: I I have not either I have never once you can gossip
0: you can gossip and like wish bad upon people go for it May, may not be like the best thing to do but like Go for it. Maybe don't plot out how to kill somebody
1: because that's not the best. Even the people that I despise the most have I've even people I've had full on screaming matches with in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. I have never once been like, you know what? Maybe I should hire someone to kill them.
0: Yeah, I mean, a hitman just sounds. I've never thought it versus saying it and literally asking right uh do you know anybody you've got to be like a sadistic type of person to do that yeah like you got to have a shit ton of hate in your heart
1: well and apparently according to some she does so
0: i believe it um well whatever your name was i don't remember to be honest what was her name leanne bauman uh leanne bauman if you're listening to this <laughs> don't kill anybody. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> or if hire anybody if you, if to if kill anybody. Right. If you're a so-called Christian. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. I don't think Christians <laughs> I like, not
1: I'm saying allegedly a Christian. Well, I don't know. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's isn't it in the Bible? You shouldn't kill people. Yeah. I'm just saying. Did you learn nothing from Cain and Abel? Yeah.
1: So, so have fun and help. Other bodies in the lake. I really can't go into- that because there's too many yeah, and I didn't want to make a two-parter yeah and really I was trying to give the history behind it but also some the history of the lake itself but also just some of that stuff because we like that stuff
0: we love the spooky stuff
1: some of that true crime spooky stuff with like the the legends and you know things but that was the biggest that was the biggest one um out of the, the biggest true crime story today there are still some locals who resent the project that took away their homes. Yeah. I actually listened to a podcast called Show Me the State. And I don't think they record anymore. But they interviewed a couple guys who wrote a book about it. And they they were around then. So mm-hmm. it was just interesting to hear. There are In that podcast, they said that there was a lady that they had reached out to. And she was still so bitter about it. And it just brought such negative emotions that she wouldn't talk about it. Yikes. It was very traumatizing for these families.
0: Yeah, I bet. I mean, being just completely uprooted.
1: Not only that, but I felt like, and maybe they felt this way, that it was not done in the best way. Yeah. You know, like they were kind of I mean, tricked all the into illegal it. shit
0: going on behind. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but like here, here here's a here's some money for an option to buy, mm-hmm. and they didn't even believe it was going to happen. Like did anybody actually sit down with them and say, "Hey, this is why it's going to happen and we want to give you fair money for your house?" Probably not, you know? Like it was just this was yeah. this is what we're doing. So we're going to do it. So deal with it. Yeah.
0: Pretty much. That does
1: suck. Yeah. It does. Um, but today, it is a very popular destination in Missouri. Yes. 40% of Missourians who own a second home own it around the Lake of the Ozarks.
0: Yeah, that uh, that makes sense. And
1: not a lot of these type of man-made water reservoirs actually sell land around it. A lot of times it is owned still by the government or the project or whoever, you know, So Mm -hmm. this is kind of one of the rare ones that there is tons of residential space around it. Right,
0: where you can buy space around it. Yeah,
1: there are over 70,000 homes around along the shoreline. Wow. And most of those are vacation homes. Mm -hmm. More than 5 million people visit the lake every year. Wow. Yeah, that was a lot. I didn't know it would be that much. Mm hmm. There's, of course, boating. There's many docks and marinas. There's swimming, water skiing, water parks, fishing. There's around other areas is shopping and restaurants. And then, of course, you've got like your mini golf. And oh, what was that place called? Minor Mike's? Yeah, Minor Mike's. Oh,
0: I loved Minor Which Mike's was like an- back in the day. Yeah, that was like
1: an indoor... Restaurant, bar, kids play area. They had the, like this little bitty mini roller coaster and Ferris wheel and- loved the mini roller coaster. Yeah, I wonder if Minor Mike's is still around.
0: I don't know. Huh. But that was my favorite place to go
1: when we would go to the lake. Yeah. But yeah, it was cute. It wasn't was like- they have
0: like a little casino in the
1: back? It had oh, they are still open. Cute. Nice. Yeah, it had some kind of like casino games. They were more like Like, the pull tabs and, like, the the quarter games that you can, like, knock the quarters Mm -hmm. off the edge and stuff like that.
0: Right. But, yeah, it's still
1: open. So, take your kids. Go to Minor Mikes. That's so cool.
0: Shout out to Minor Mikes. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Minor Mikes. Sponsor us. I loved the big, like, play place. Yeah. That they had. That was always really fun. I would get lost in there and it would be so fun.
1: Yeah. I have a picture, actually, of Christian when he was a baby in the ball pit. Mm -hmm. No. At Minor Mike's, and he is, like, bawling. Oh, sad. <laughs> he did not like it. And he's just, like, bawling in a ball pit at oh, Minor Mike's.
0: Bawling in the ball
1: pit. <laughs> yes. That's funny. <laughs> he's crying in the ball pit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, probably what um, the Lake of the Ozarks is known most for is Party Cove. Oh, yeah. Which is where all the boats... Dock together and people party and drink. I have never been there. Swim and hang out in the water. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Probably where most of the accidents happen. Possibly.
1: I do like the Lake of the Ozarks a lot. I would love to own a second home in the Lake of the Ozarks.
0: That'd be lovely. I
1: went with my friend last year. Her boyfriend lives there and got to be on the boat. I love being on the boat.
0: Cool. I
1: love the boat and I love chilling in the water, but I'm also yeah. kind of terrified of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would be too. I'm like, I don't really like swimming in lakes. I
1: don't really either.
0: You know, they just kind of creep me out.
1: Yeah. And then like we had pulled up to somebody else's dock. Like they had friends that live there. So we pulled up to their dock and just hung out there on their dock. And so mm-hmm. like, I love that. I love being near the water. I love being on the water. I don't necessarily like being in the water <laughs> when it's yeah, a Yeah, it's just so
0: sort of, like muddy and gross. I don't like and...
1: not being able to see what's around me.
0: At, yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, and, I would rather like swim in like a, like a creek or, you know, with nice water.
1: I mean, I don't even mind being in the ocean as long as I can see my feet, yeah. you know?
0: <laughs> right. I
1: agree. <sighs> oh, But that is the history behind the Lake of the Ozarks. Nice. Yeah. That was
0: really fascinating, actually. Thanks. I didn't know there was so much to it.
1: Yeah. And when I saw that documentary, like I said, maybe like 10 years ago, however long ago it was, I was just fascinated with it. Because Mm -hmm. just the fact that they, I mean, just the pure science of building a dam, making a river, that alone fascinates me, or making, yeah, building a dam on a river, making a lake, that alone fascinates me. But just the fact that, like, this whole town, like, I was just so, like, you could, in the documentary that I watched, and I don't remember what that documentary was, because it's been so long, and I tried and tried to find it. There's a few out there, but- Couldn't find the particular one. You could just feel the emotions of the people that were being interviewed, and how heartbreaking it was for them to lose their homes, their businesses, their land. Like it was just so sad. Their whole livelihood. Yeah, yeah. There was a funny story which I should have mentioned earlier when I was talking about moving the graves. There was a story that I read, whether it's true or not. It was that um that there are definitely still bodies buried because there was supposedly the grave diggers came to move a grave and they were met with a man with a shotgun saying they wanted to be buried here and they will stay here.
0: Oh, wow. So, yeah. I mean, props to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Facing the gravediggers like that and being like, nope, mm. not today.
1: Yep. <laughs> He's got some guts. Okay, so there we go. All right. Another episode down. Another one down. Number 17.
0: So now I'm going to go edit
1: because it's already 630.
0: I hope you have the best time in the world.
1: Yeah. So follow us on Instagram. Uh I almost said Twitter. We're not on Twitter. Because I never use Twitter. I
0: don't either. What else I've are never we on? We're not on Twitter.
1: Facebook.
0: We're on Instagram and we're on TikTok, TikTok and we're on Facebook.
1: Yes. Uh we got email. And our website. All of this will be linked in our show notes. Cause I know, you know, if you're listening driving, you don't wanna like Write it down or start searching for us. So roadsidepodcast.com.
0: It'll be saved. Everything's in
1: roadsidepodcast.com. Links are to all of that, to our Patreon, to our socials, to our email. All of that is there. Uh, But all the links will also be in the show notes as well as, of course, our resources. So there you go. Perfect. Yay.
0: We love you all. Until next time. Until next time. Keep finding the thrill in the mysterious. Bye. Peace out.